The Tennessee Titans need to prioritize their future the rest of the season, and that means playing Jalen Duncan over Andre Dillard at left tackle. We're going to talk about more ways they can do that on today's edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. Let's get it. You are Locked on Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, today's edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On NFL for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. We're going to talk about how the Titans can prioritize the future on today's show. We're going to start with playing Jalen Duncan over Andre Dillard. At left tackle, we're also going to talk about some other options on offense like Josh Wiley playing over Travon Wesco, and then we'll move to defense where Monty Rice needs to play over Aziz Alshire. We're going to get into all of that before we do. Thank you for making the Locked on Titans podcast your first to listen each and every day. Remember, Monday through Friday, Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not going to beat that anywhere else. Make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We're going to start on the offensive line, ladies and gentlemen, because to me, there's a clear and obvious decision that the Titans need to make here, and it doesn't look like they're going to make it. So I'm going to dive into that. We have to start with the news, though, that Chris Hubbard, Tennessee Titans starting right tackle for nine games this year, is expected to be out for the rest of the season with a biceps injury, according to ESPN's Jeremy Fowler. So another tough injury blow to the worst position group on the Titans team already. So now there are cluster injuries happening with NPF out and Chris Hubbard out technically. Maybe the two best offensive tackles on the team are both out. And that leaves you with Andre Dillard, but Dillard's in concussion protocol currently. And then, of course, Dylan Radins and Jalen Duncan. Now, Dylan Radins has had his struggles at offensive tackle, no doubt about it. And Duncan only played about 25 snaps last week, but he played pretty well. And we talked about Jalen Duncan a little bit at the end of yesterday's tape-focused Tic Tac Tuesday show, but I want to talk about Duncan even more because on Tuesday, Mike Vrabel came out and said that the Titans expect to get Andre Dillard back in practice. And they're going to move Dylan Radins over to right tackle to take over for Chris Hubbard. That'll be a long-term solution there. They're probably expecting to have Dylan Radins at right tackle the rest of the season. But then at left tackle with Dillard coming back, they're saying they're moving Jalen Duncan over there. So you're going to have Dillard at starting left tackle with Duncan behind him. And then Skaronsky, Brewer, Brunskill, and Radins at right tackle. Look, you have to play Jalen Duncan over Andre Dillard right now. Like, you have to. This is one of those easy decisions where when I talk about prioritizing the future, the Titans are 3-7, and seven, they need to start looking ahead. This is one of those decisions. Jalen Duncan needs to play over Andre Dillard. I mean, if you want to tell me, hey, Duncan's a developmental rookie, he was never supposed to play year one anyways, blah, 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 that's fine, and that can all be true. But the other option is Andre Dillard. Dillard leads the NFL in sacks allowed with 10. 
three more than the next closest person. Three more. And Andre Dillard has only played in nine games. One of them, he's come out early. While everybody else has played 10 games, 11 games. So less time. And the Titans don't even run a lot of plays. The Titans have run the least amount of plays in the NFL this year. So when the least amount of plays in the NFL and subtracting two games off of that, or yeah, Andre Dillard is still the worst by far. 36 pressures allowed is the second most in the NFL. So it's not like you have a choice between a developmental sixth-round rookie and your casual average starter. We are talking about the worst starting left tackle in the NFL, the worst starting offensive lineman in the NFL this year. Why not play the sixth-round rookie over him? Okay, last week in 25 snaps, Dillard gave up zero sacks, zero pressures. He had the second-best pass-blocking grade on the team with a 79.4. Shout-out Peter Skaronsky. Now, the run blocking wasn't perfect. He had a 50.2 grade there. Assignment, he needs to get better there. I mean, if you look at Duncan's play, in my opinion, some of the good stuff that we saw was pretty obvious. He's got good power in his hands, good ability to drive people. He chops his feet. He's athletic. Coming out of Maryland, he was expected to be a top 100 pick. But Jalen Duncan dropped all the way to the sixth round. It's not because he lacks athletic tools. Jalen Duncan has the size, the strength, and the athleticism that you would want in a prototypical offensive tackle in the NFL. The problem is technique, assignment football, being locked in, playing with finish, playing with drive, playing with aggressiveness throughout the whistle. Those were the things that people were concerned about with Jalen Duncan. Does he really want to compete, play in and play play out, down in and down in? Well, the Titans wouldn't have him on the team and wouldn't give him this opportunity. He wouldn't even have made the roster if he wasn't displaying those things in practice. And you look at him on tape, again, chops his feet, good feet because he's athletic, raw power. He's a strong man. You can see it when he gets his hands on people. He was able to keep his hands on defenders. Not let his hands fall off. Once he got his hands on people, he kept his hands. And that's a big thing that I look for with offensive line play is how do you control a defender when you get your mitts on him? Offensive linemen need to be the strongest men on the field. Once they get it, I, listen, I'm not a very big guy. Most of you guys who watch the show know this. Not a big dude. I have a lot of friends who are big guys. One of my best friends, six foot three, 300 pound college offensive lineman. If I try to wrestle him, I can be as quick as I want. Once he gets his hands on me, though, it's hard for me to go anywhere. And I may be a a lot smaller than my friend, but in the NFL, the same philosophy applies. In life, the same philosophy often applies. The bigger, stronger man, once he gets his hands on you, it's tough. Smaller people have to play with quickness. So I like seeing the hand strength from Jalen Duncan. That's something that I don't really like about Dylan Raiden's game. I don't think he has very good hands. His hands slide off. Duncan did a good job there. Now, Duncan has some balance issues. He's a bit stumbly, I would say. He'll get the leaning forward, especially in run blocking, which is where he struggled more against Jacksonville. He gets leaning forward trying to drive guys, and he can get a little off balance. I think that handling twists and stunts and inside moves, he got a lot of speed rushes to the outside, not a lot of inside moves. So those are things that he's going to have to work on. And I think that he'll have his failures because he was expected to be a developmental player. But if you have a guy 
who's starting in Andre Dillard, and he's having those same problems, literally the same problems, if not worse, then why not play the rookie and see what you might have in the future and at minimum get him valuable, valuable full-speed reps against NFL competition. It may be ugly, but I got breaking news for you. It's going to be ugly with Andre Dillard anyway. So please, please, Mike Vrabel. And he didn't say that Andre Dillard for sure is back starting at left tackle. He said that Dillard's going to work at left tackle and Duncan's going to work at left tackle. But I hope the Titans realize that at 3-7, and seven, the right thing to do here is to get Jalen Duncan those snaps because Dillard does not have a future with this team on the offensive line. So with that being said, I want to kind of continue this conversation outside of offensive line. I want to talk about on the offense, on the defense, what young players should be playing more going forward. I'm going to talk about Josh Wiley, and I'm going to talk about Monty Rice, who might have to take an L on the Monty Rice take. Might have to do that, and I'm willing, so we'll see. We're going to talk about that in just a second. Before we do, though, I do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Game Time. Game Time is the best place to buy tickets, especially, especially if you're buying them last minute. Game Time has killer last-minute deals. They have all-in prices, so you know what you're actually going to pay when you click on your seats. Not only that, but they have views from your your seat, so you know what you're actually going to be looking at when you buy that seat. And they have a best price guarantee. Game Time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets. I personally have used Game Time a bunch now. I've gone to Reds games, bought some Lakers tickets, a bunch of different stuff. And it's not just sports. Game Time has music, comedy, theater events, all kinds of things. It's the fast and easy way to buy tickets. Make sure that you take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, use the code Locked On NFL. For $20 off your first purchase. Get money off on tickets? That is a great deal. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem code Locked On NFL. That's L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets. Lowest price. Guaranteed. Titans fans, let's continue this future forward edition of the Locked on Titans podcast. I talked about why Jalen Duncan needs to play over Andre Dillard. Now I want to talk about some other spots on offense where I want to see the Titans play more youth. We're going to do defense at the end of the show as well. Tomorrow is going to be crossover Thursday. I know that it's Thanksgiving, but don't you worry. I'm going to have a Locked on Titans podcast for you. When you get up for your holiday commute, for just chilling at home, whatever you want to listen to it, it's going to be there for you. I'm going to have a show on Friday as well. Game plan preview, getting you ready for the game ahead. It may be a holiday, but I don't take any breaks here at the Locked on Titans podcast. So make sure you get subscribed, stay subscribed for Monday through Friday. Tennessee Titans content all year round, always for free. You're not beating that anywhere else, folks. It's your team every day here on the Locked on Podcast Network. But... On offense, I continue to fight the battle. And I don't care how much it hurts your feelings or how sad it is or how defensive 
people get when you point it out. But we need to see more Tajay Spears. All right? Simple and plain. Tajay Spears is more elusive. And when you have a poor offensive line that doesn't run block very well, the more elusive running back is going to be more effective more often. All the advanced data, all the analytics, it all points to it. Tajay Spears is the more efficient runner. And I thought it was crazy that Derrick Henry got stuffed at one point at the line of scrimmage by a defender in the third quarter. And I know the Titans were down, so this had a lot to do with it. But other than the reverse that went to Derrick Henry, Titans didn't really give the ball to Derrick Henry anymore going forward. Uh, Titans got a goal line carry at the five-yard line. They had Tajay Spears in and a red zone goal line carry. So the Titans didn't get to run very many plays, which I talked about earlier, which is a big problem. But at the end of the day, man, Tajay Spears is more explosive. And when you have a bad offensive line, this continues to be my point, a bad offensive line who can't open up those easy holes for Derrick Henry to get the second level and do what he does best. When you have congestion at the line of scrimmage, the shiftier, nimbler back is going to be the guy who's going to be able to, to make more out of it. So more Tajay Spears. And not only that, but the play calling versatility. At the end of the day, when you have Derrick Henry in the backfield, you are limiting what you're able to do with your play calling. You're tipping off the defense. It makes it tough. It makes it tough. So more Tajay Spears. But the real one that I want to hit on here the most is Josh Wiley. Josh Wiley should play every snap over Trevon Wesco going forward. I mean, Wesco has been so bad that the Titans started going with Jalen Duncan as the tight end. I mean, literally, against the Buccaneers, Jalen Duncan was coming in as a sixth offensive lineman to be Trevon Wesco because Wesco's just not getting it done. Wesco is zero help in the passing game. The guy has caught maybe, what, nine passes now his entire career? The guy cannot run routes. He can't do anything with the ball. And he probably won't catch it if you throw it to him. There is no reason for Wesco to play over Josh Wiley anymore. Just play his sixth offensive lineman. Just bring in Calvin Throckmorton and let him play the Trevon Wesco role. Because when you have Wesco in, you're telegraphing what you're doing because you can't have him in pass plays unless he's blocking. So you're either running or you play action. There is no regular route running for Trevon Wesco. It's not going to threaten anybody. You might as well have an offensive lineman, which is why that's what the Titans did. So... Screw playing Wesco at all. He's useless to this team. He has not worked out in his role. He doesn't get the job done in one-on-one. Just play Josh Wiley. At least you have somebody who can threaten the defense in the pass game, and you get Josh Wiley more reps and more experience in these one-on-one blocking situations that he's going to have to operate in throughout his career if he wants to be a starting one or two tight end. So just play Wiley. If Wesco can't block, then what's the difference? Play the younger player. Get him reps. Get him experience. And the younger player makes your offense less predictable. Seems simple. Seems simple to me. Uh, Finally, some other things. Thomas Odekoye. Why is Kevin Raider playing? Bring up Thomas Odekoye. When are we going to see him? Give him a shot. Everybody was raving about Odekoye all, all season long. Oh, after the three games, he's going to get elevated. But nope. Titans haven't done it. Give him a shot. 
We thought that maybe Odekoye could be like a Wesco in training, a guy who just blocks, big, physical. Give him a shot! Why not? I mean, if you don't want, if, if the offensive line depth is hurting you so much now that you don't want to do the six offensive lineman idea, then give Odekoye a chance. That's all I'm saying. Before the season's over, give him a shot. Shouldn't see Wesco or Raider anymore. Play the other tight ends. You got three young ones. Play them. Um, Colton Dow. Mike Vrabel was raving about his special teams ability. Said he's not sure he could get more opportunities at wide receiver. Man, why are we playing NWI? I know he's a fan favorite. He makes these play, but but it's just. He's just not an NFL starting wide receiver. He should not be out there as often as he is. Chris Moore is so much of a better player. And I get if you don't want to, you can't do Kyle Phillips. Phillips is too small. He can't be out there in a lot of situations. Well, Dallas six foot two. Give him a chance. If he ruins it, then sure, don't play him. But at least mix him in a little bit more. He was active finally last week. I'd like to see Colton now get some more opportunities. But again, Mike Vrabel, no, he has to earn it on special teams. But yet the special teams units are never that good. What are we doing? Let's see if he can play receiver. How about that idea? Can he play receiver? I know that, you know, he's got to get better at gunner on punt team. But can the wide receiver we drafted play receiver? That's an interesting question. Is Mike Vrabel asking it? Who knows? Who knows? But uh, the last thing I want to mention is John Ajuku. Second-year player out of Boise State. Had some injuries early on. People were high on him in camp. Maybe elevate him. Uh, if there's another injury on the offensive line, he should get the opportunity to play. So that's what I would like to see. But prioritize youth. Let's see if some of these young players are good. Let's see if they can improve. Let's see if Mike Rabel can get them playing better now from now until the end of the season, right? Will a Josh Wiley if he gets increased reps? Will a Jalen Duncan with increased reps? How does Tajay Spears work look with more of a workload? Let's get these answers now so that we have an idea going into next year. Because at three and seven, you're not going to the playoffs. You're not making a run. All right. So again, these are ways that you prioritize the future, which is what the Titans should be looking to do right now. But how do they do that on defense? How do they do that on defense? I'm going to talk about that in just a second. Let me know down below which players do you want to see more of the rest of the season. Excited to see what you guys have to say about that. But we're going to get into defense. Before we do, though, do want to let you guys know that today's episode is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. Again, it's as easy as it could possibly be. You can make an entry in 60 seconds or less. Prize Picks has projections for every player Derrick Henry, 80 rushing yards, Will Levis, one passing touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins, three catches. Those are just examples for you guys. But all you do is you pick two to six players and say whether the player is going to do more or less than the prize picks projection. You don't have to go against a thousand bots or a bunch of different lineups from pros and sharps. It's just you against the prize picks projections. It's that simple. Again, 60 seconds or less, you could put together a lineup. And now prize picks has made it to where you can combine different sports. So you can go Derrick Henry rushing touchdowns and LeBron James three-pointers. It's absolutely fantastic. Make sure that you go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. Use the code LockedOnNFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Again, 
Go to prizepicks.com slash locked on NFL. Use the code locked on NFL for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize picks, it's daily fantasy sports made easy. Titans fans, let's cap off this future forward edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. We talked about why Jalen Duncan needs to play over Andre Dillard. We talked about some of the young players on offense who need to get more opportunities before the end of the season. Now I want to transition that over to the defensive side where I'm really going to focus on the linebacker position before I get into it, though. Thank you guys again for making the Locked On Titans podcast your first listen each and every day. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. Do want to also let you guys know that Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7 covering the top stories in sports of the day with local experts like me from Locked On Shows plus national coverage. Uh, go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube. Subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Be a part of of history tomorrow crossover Thursday with Julian council of locked on Panthers excited for that. Uh, can't wait to dive into that conversation with you guys. But for now we've been talking about the future Jalen Duncan over Andre Dillard. Some of the offensive players I want to see play more. Now I want to talk about defense and what I want to do is here to start is admit that I might have been wrong. And it's two things. It's two things. I didn't think that Jalen Duncan was a very good pick. I didn't like what I had heard about him coming out of Maryland. The drop in the draft based on what was expected of where he would go early made me kind of, it kind of reinforced my thoughts. I had read some scouting reports. I had heard some things that Duncan wasn't maybe a very hard worker, didn't really play with finish or attitude or drive or nastiness like you would expect an offensive lineman to or like I like my offensive lineman to personally. Um And then for him to fall from expected top 100 pick into the sixth round, I'm like, okay, so, you know, you got a guy with great athletic tools, experience in a power five conference, starting as a left tackle, young, got the ability to get better, blah, blah, blah. And this guy with all this talent and experience has fallen all the way to the sixth round. To me, that was a red flag of, okay, maybe some of the, some of the personality stuff that you'd heard about, maybe that is way more of an issue than, than even you thought reading the reports. So I didn't think it was a very good pick. And I even set literally my caption on it says terrible pick. So I could be wrong about that with Duncan. And another one like that is Monty Rice. I thought that Monty Rice was the most overrated player on the Titans coming into training camp. Everyone was expecting him to take a starting linebacker role. Everyone was talking about him being the lead linebacker and progressing up to be linebacker one with Aziz. Al Shire is kind of his number two. But look. And then he lost his job for half the season to Jack Gibbons, an undrafted free agent out of like, I I always forget the name of the off-base college that Jack Gibbons went to. Um, Almost called it Culver Stockton, but that's Andrew Rupsich. But you got beat out by Jack Gibbons, a guy who lacks a lot of athleticism as an undrafted free agent a year ago. You got beat out by him. So to me, I was like, okay, Clearly, I was right about Monty Rice. He's overrated. Coaching staff isn't as sold on him. Jack Gibbons is playing over him. But 
but Aziz Alshire is not a starting linebacker. I hate to, some of you guys like to argue with me in the comments. Oh, he's, you know, top 10 in the NFL in tackles. Well, he's top 15 amongst starting linebackers and missed tackle right too. The guy misses tackles and a couple of plays recently been loafing out on the field a little bit, maybe not giving 100% effort. I think it's noticeable. So along with the missed tackles, the up and down play in general, Monty Rice got a shot against Jacksonville, and uh, he was one of the top five graded defensive players for the week. He was kind of all over the field. Now, Mike Vrabel has always said, Monty Rice plays with great with more speed than Gibbons, who's more of a longer, linear athlete. And Monty Rice has always played with a lot of intensity. You know what I mean? A lot of passion, a lot of fire. Kind of like David Long in that way. Not quite as quick uh, downhill, but... There are things about Monty Rice that are worth liking. And although I am not a big Monty Rice guy, at the end of the day, I'm done watching Aziz Alshire play football. He's a backup linebacker. He was a scratch-off $5 million lottery ticket for the Titans. Maybe we get something here. It's like Daniel Brunskill or Arden Key or Andre Dillard. You know what I mean? Um, and, And Aziz has not worked out. Again, misses too many tackles. Not great in coverage. Not terrible in coverage. Not great in coverage. But it's really in run defense where he lets me down. And with the missed tackles consistently happen, why not let Monty Rice out there and give him a shot again? You got a, a guy, it's much like the Jalen Duncan to Andre Dillard situation. You got a guy who you took a chance on. It has not worked out. Let's see what the younger guy has. Let's get the younger guy more snaps. And I keep Jack Gibbons in. Replace Aziz with Monty Rice. So Monty Rice and Jack Gibbons, the two young linebackers, can play and see what they can develop into. And again, these are these conversations about Mike Vrabel. Yeah, the Titans roster may not be great, but Monty Rice and Jack Gibbons should get better as young players as the season goes on. They should be improving. So will they? Let's see. At pass rush, I want to see more Rashad Weaver. Look, Autry isn't getting it done. Arden Key isn't getting it done. They're good. They're good. I mean, Key hasn't really even been good. Autry has been okay. But Autry has clearly taken a step back with age. And Rashad Weaver had five and a half sacks last year. He's taken DMPs this year. How does that happen? Look, I have pointed out the flaws in Rashad Weaver's game. The discipline, breaking contain, the consistency, all of that stuff. But for him to get DMPs this year? Like, Weaver needs more opportunities to rush from the interior as well. I want to see him get an opportunity to do that. TK McClendon, Caleb Murphy, let's rotate these guys in more in pass rush situations. The Titans' pass rush is not getting it done. So if you're not getting it done as a veteran, let's see a young guy. Trey Avery over Christian Fulton. Kayvon Wallace, if he's healthy, over Terrell Edmonds. I mean, Fulton's done. Fulton is done here. Mike Vrabel can't stand the guy. It's so obvious. He even talked, Mike Vrabel even talked about how he pulled Christian Fulton for performance reasons. He said, cornerbacks are going to get beat. It's the NFL. Cornerbacks are going to get beat. They're going to have balls caught on them. But it's other stuff that we can't do. And it's back to what Vrabel said early in the season. Christian Fulton, hunting for interceptions, going rogue, not following his assignment, stuff like that. Mental stuff where he's making a decision to not do what his coaches are telling him. If that's going to happen, and we know that, the Titans aren't re-signing Christian Fulton anyway. Then play Trey Avery. Sean Murphy Bunting should be back this week. Put Roger McCreary back in the slot and play Trey Avery. It's that simple to me. 
And I'm not a huge fan of Terrell Edmonds. I said that when the trade happened that he was kind of a non-factor for me. It was more about the draft picks. But Kayvon Wallace got banged up. I think the Titans were looking to play Wallace more. But if Wallace is back in the fold, I'd play him over Edmonds and let Molden and, Molden and Wallace go out there and see if they can improve. Again, can they get better from right now to the end of the season? That's what I want to see from all these young players. So let me know who you want to see more on defense. But either way, that is going to do it for today's show. I'll be back with you guys tomorrow for Crossover Thursday and then Game Plan Friday. That is going to do it for me today, folks. As always, I am your host, Tyler Rowland, and this was Locked on Titans.